1: you're very welcome to this latest Opinions Matter podcast with Adrian and Jeremy, recorded live at our studio in the White Sands Hotel in Port Marnock in North County, Dublin. If you happen to be out this neck of the woods, why not swing by the White Sands Hotel, uh, which by the way, is extremely busy uh, during the summer this year, which is great to see. Um, if you're in this area, pop into the uh, Oasis Bar, which is just below our studio here at the White Sands Hotel. Great food great atmosphere uh, it's always busy it's always busy so uh, if it's a nice day you can actually sit outside out the front and uh, observe the beauty of uh, North Dublin Bay from uh, while you're having a pint so the White Sands Hotel is your location in North County Dublin and if you're from outside the capital you're looking for somewhere to stay uh, may we recommend the White Sands Hotel now what do we want to talk about on this latest edition of Opinions Matter Claire is a lady who has uh, been in touch with us. And here's what Claire wrote. She's not happy, let's put it that way. I was listening to your podcast on drug addicts, and I have to say I found it highly insulting and offensive the the way you both refer to people with a drug addiction. You spoke about them as if they weren't even human. And for that, shame on you both. Neither of you have suffered addiction and I hope karma comes your way and one of your kids ends up in that situation. Then you'll know. What you don't realise is that drug addicts have a disability and that is confirmed by our government. You would not dare sneer and jeer at other people with other disabilities. You owe your listeners an apology and I will be listening to ensure that you do. And that's from a lady called uh, Claire. Claire wishes ill on us. Claire, um, she says, uh, neither of you have suffered from addiction and I hope karma comes your way and one of your kids ends up in that situation. That's obviously the sentence in that that annoys you
2: the most, Jeremy. Absolutely. Oh my God. When I read that, um, well, Adrian was beside me when I read it and I had a reply written to Claire, which was quite nasty. There was a lot of words in it. um, And... You talked me out of sending that reply to her um, because you said it was unprofessional. Uh, I'm sure most of you can guess the names I wanted to call that woman. How dare, how dare she wish drug addiction on any of my children or any of Adrian's children? That is a disgusting thing to, to wish on someone. What was the line again? She said, I hope karma comes your, your way you and what? one of your kids ends up in that situation. Then you'll know. You're okay the
1: point she's making is that none of us have ever uh, suffered addiction uh, well i have never t- uh, yes, well, you what uh, I've yeah. never suffered a drug addiction well a sort of a drug addiction I suppose yeah. and that was an addiction to uh, cigarettes which I uh, had an addiction to for
2: many 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 years for well, more you, years than I care to remember well you still do uh, well, I don't know. No, I'm, I'm over them now. Well, not all, all it would take is for you to take one more and you Yeah, be back. and I'm not going to take one yeah, more. Yes, so you, you'll always have that
1: addiction. Uh, so I don't smoke anymore. I've kicked that addiction at long last, but it took a long, long time, I can mm. be on, I'll be honest with you. I was on them and off them and on them and off them and eventually something clicked and I stopped smoking. And I no longer am a uh, smoker. So yes, I know what it's like uh, to live with an addiction. Okay. Uh, an addiction to nicotine is a very powerful addiction and very uh, one that is very difficult to overcome. It would not be as severe
2: as an addiction to something like heroin. Now, the one thing the only credit I'll give Adrian is that he has never blamed anybody else for his nicotine addiction because... When Adrian took his first cigarette, um, he decided nobody forced, nobody ever forces your first cigarette into your mouth. And Adrian would often say, if you've listened back over the years, um, nobody we, made me smoke my first cigarette; yeah, I did it by choice. You only have yourself to blame for mm-hmm. your your and you, for your uh, nicotine addiction. Yeah, yep. Um, but the point I'm trying to make is, I know
1: what it's like to uh, okay. live with an addiction, and to try and conquer an addiction. It is difficult. It is, but. Well, people do it all and the you, you're just saying it is you don't know that it is oh, I'm this saying uh, from experience that it is difficult to uh,
2: kick a habit however okay, let, let me we, read, you, let me sorry, read. You, sorry, you did no divide and conquer here yeah? yeah she's insulting both of us there's no need for us to well, no I wasn't the one who used the offensive terms yesterday you did I want to make that perfectly yes, I, clear. Yes, so I use the word junkie. I use it several times. I'll continue to use it. That's a word that's in my vocabulary. Uh, I don't have a problem. Uh, if, if drug Okay, addicts, but let's deal with this, addicts, this sentence. If drug addicts' feelings are hurt over me using the word junkie, then uh, so what? Now, the point I'm trying to make is that um, nobody forces drugs into a drug addict. You One day, you're not a drug addict. The next day, you are. When The, dog, the dogs on the street know that... Um, when you take heroin, your first hit of heroin, or even cocaine, that is a chance that you're going to become uh, addicted to it, okay? So you know that before taking it. So that's where my, my sympathy goes. This, to class uh, drug addiction as a disease or a disability is an insult to people who have actual diseases and disabilities.
1: Here's what Claire said in her uh, message. She says, what you don't realize is that drug addicts have a disability and that is confirmed by our government. You would not dare sneer and jeer at other people with uh, disabilities. You owe your listeners an apology and I will be listening to ensure that you do. Now, Claire, you say that uh, drug addiction is a disability as confirmed by our government. I'd love to know where you got this confirmation from. And maybe you'd let us know uh, where it is confirmed that uh, drug addicts uh, have a disability. Well, drug addicts, I, I would accept
2: that drug addicts have an illness, not a disability, not a disease, an illness. No, I wouldn't even go that far. Uh, I assume she means they, because they are given free bus passes to allowed on, which again, beggars believe, ha- half of the problems, the antisocial problems, on public transport and I've seen it myself on the Dart and I've seen it on the loose is because if you are a drug addict if you are a heroin injecting drug addict you can travel from Bray to Hoth and Bray to Hoth sitting on the Dart 24 hours a day free of charge you can shoot up on the train I have friends you know I have family and friends who work for Irish Rail some of the things they've seen from drug addicts on on we, we're basically facilitating uh, illegal drug taking Okay, Why? Uh, Why uh, sorry. God? A
1: lot of a lot of drug addicts. Not all, by the way, but a lot of drug addicts uh, are granted uh, disability benefits. Yeah, uh, that, that's around the sick, basically. That is, and the reason being because they're uh, unfit to work. They are not capable of working. That's that's uh, that's who gets disability that's a, that, that's allowance matter, That's a
2: matter of opinion, isn't it? Really? Uh, are you going to employ one? Are you
1: going to hire somebody who's uh, an active drug user? No, of course you're not. So they're not fit for work, and that's why they are granted disability benefits. And the reason they're not fit for work is because they have the illness of addiction. I don't believe it is uh, a disability. I don't believe it's a disease. I believe it is an illness. But
2: you wouldn't even go that far. I just have zero sympathy. It all comes back to, what was it, 12 years ago, whatever, that time when... You remember that story, I was coming out of uh, the cinema in Parnell Street, parked my car at the back of Parnell Street and stood on a dirty needle. I was terrified, I was. And I thought to myself, that's it, I'm I'm done, I'm done with this. If they don't even have the, the gumption or the responsibility to dispose of their dirty needles. Have you ever stood on a dirty needle? No. It's a very, very, very frightening thing to happen when you're worried about whether or not uh, you're going to get something inside you. Uh, Imagine if that had to be one of my kids that stood in that dirty needle. Rachel, you're on Opinions Matter. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Dad. How are you? Good,
1: thanks, Rachel. Um, According to Claire, drug addiction is a disability. What do you say to that?
0: Um, Well, I suppose I've listened to you for the first few minutes and um, I suppose the government have found a loophole um, to categorise drug addicts as you know, having a disability that everyone should to work. But if you look at all the different um, types of diseases you can have, right, or addiction such as food addiction, alcohol, gambling, cigarettes, none of them are as bad as drug addiction. And it's really, really wrong to say that a drug addict should have the same status as a disability as somebody who might be blind or have MS or a disease like somebody has made leukemia.
1: No, okay, no, no, I, I don't know anybody who puts them in the same category uh, except maybe Claire who sent us the message in the first place. Um well, that's
0: uh, exactly uh, what she was doing. No, that is what that. she's
1: doing, yeah. A lot of drug addicts though uh, are granted disability benefit because they are literally unfit to work.
0: They're unfit to work and then according to the podcast yesterday they're actually unfit to be parents as well. They're unfit to function in society. So that is their own form of disability but don't say that you can categorise them along with people who are in wheelchairs who are blind because it is something they have done to themselves.
1: Okay, because, do uh, you Jeremy see on, do you see chronic uh, drug addiction as an illness?
0: I see it as something that is inflicted upon somebody by themselves that has developed into some form of an illness. But I, I wouldn't have any sympathy for them whatsoever because, as Jeremy said earlier on, the dogs in the street. No, when you first take that first bit of heroin or anything, you're addicted. So, so why are people still doing it? And, and in that way, I have no sympathy for people who have
1: caused their own illness that way. And that's how you see it as, um, rather than yeah. somebody who might be just prone to addiction.
0: No, you're not prone. You start hanging out with the wrong people. People are saying uppers, downers, cocaine, heroin, and you decide to take it. You're not prone to suddenly, you don't wake up and suddenly you're a heroin addict. You get yourself in this situation. You're not somebody who has accidentally developed um, an eating disorder or, um, you know, you're, you're smoking and then you find you're addicted to cigarettes after two or three months. You know, it, it's not on the same level they all know what they're doing and they don't fear anything. Okay, well what about
1: uh, some people who end up in a cycle of addiction because of the really bad upbringing they had? Their uh, abusive childhood or whatever, which uh, an awful lot of drug addicts when you dig deep, you will find a lot of sadness in their in their in their lives.
0: But on the flip side there are plenty of people who have overcome those difficulties and don't ever go down that route. So I think there's actually more people in our society who've had really bad upbringings from alcoholics or um, drug addicted parents or being in the wrong area and they've gotten out of that. So that is just a, a really easy blanket term to just take the blame
1: off them. Okay, stay there for one second because you have uh, zero, it seems, uh, Rachel, zero sympathy for drug addicts. Would that be fair or is it like 5% sympathy? or it's-
0: it's about 5%. I'm not going to go down the route of Jews where, you know, I have no feelings for other humans whatsoever. But, like, if I'm walking down the city centre and I see a junkie and i quite often on Henry's Theatre of the Keys, my first instinct is fear and flee, not pity.
1: Okay, so zero sympathy then. Okay, stay stay there for one (laughs) second. John, um, the lady you contacted us in the first place, Claire is hopping mad about the way in which drug addicts are uh, spoken about as almost subhuman now uh, Rachel isn't saying they're subhuman but she doesn't have an awful lot of sympathy for them what did you want to say on this?
3: Well how are you doing Agent? Um, and it's a great topic actually um, and I do think you drug drugs and an apology Agent. Uh, you know because it's not fair to What? Mar- you know, it, it's not fair what you, you address them as and, and what the way you, you know, look, what what that last caller just said there, she's no sympathy for them. It's self-inflicted. But what you just said there was, is where did it come from? They didn't wake up just one day and say, I'm going to be a fucking drug addict. That just doesn't happen. No, you
1: I know, agree. I agree. But that initial decision uh, to take a drug that you subsequently become addicted to, nobody else made that initial decision except the person themselves.
3: I understand that, Adrian, and I know that. And I'm going to back you up on that 100 million percent. You know, they did, of course, take it on their own, you know, card. And look at them now. You know, but at the end of the day, that's somebody's brother, somebody's father, somebody's son, daughter. It doesn't matter. They're human beings at the end of the day. And it is a disability. It fucking is a disability. Have you seen them? Have you seen some Can I
2: just stop you there for a sec, please, John? That argument... Oh, I hate this argument. I really do. It boils my blood when somebody says they're somebody's son and somebody's daughter. I you know what well, no, they are. Yeah, but everybody yeah. is. You could say that. Yeah. Well, hang on, John. Jimmy Savile was somebody's son. You know what I mean? Uh, rapists you know are... No, no, no. Hear me out for a second. No, no, no. Hear me out for a second. Rapists are somebody's son. Armed robbers are somebody's son. Uh, Pedophiles are somebody's son. So that argument they somebody's son. Hitler was somebody's son, for God's sake. A, if that's the best, no, ar- no, no, no. If that's the best argument you can come at, they somebody's son. Jesus then, Christ.
3: The conversation of that, what happened was, you were referring to as food addicts, they deserve a bit more respect. That's what I'm fucking saying. That is, you know what I mean? And, and, then, and so you you just,
2: who, who showed respect to me when I stood under dirty needle on Parnell Street? Where was where was the respect there? Right, yes, okay. and, I, and, I, and I'm sorry, Jack, what
3: happened to you, Jeremy? You know, that's unfortunate what happened to Jeremy, Adrian. You know. Um and it's sad that that happens. You know, we can't blame everybody. What happens to you? You can't go down and blame an every drug addict. Um, that you stood on a needle. It's not every drug addict's fault that you. Okay, stood on so a you needle. so
1: your argument is, uh, drug addicts are human beings and they should be treated with respect. That's really the point you're making.
3: The word will be about the places, should be a lot more done for drug addicts agents there's not, a, not, not not more you know just, just, just only a couple of treatment centres in world, and they're not full agent every one of them is full okay I, 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 let, me, let
1: me ask you another question then can you understand when we see a lot of uh, the antisocial behaviour that uh, drug addicts get up to uh, in order to feed their habits uh, just because they're hanging around the streets or whatever, uh, can you understand why people have a negative opinion of drug addicts?
3: Every day of the week. I see it myself, you know, and, you know, but it's, they're still human. You can't you can't just, you know, march them off into it, you know. What do you want to do? Just want to kill them all off? Is that what it is? Like, you know, you can't just kill them every You know, you have to help them. These people need help as much as everybody else as much as anybody in the, you know... It's, it's, okay, it's so crazy, uh,
1: Rachel, let me bring you back in for a second. You said a moment ago you've zero sympathy for something that is self-inflicted, essentially. Uh, what John is saying is they are human beings and they deserve our respect. What do you say to that?
0: No, sorry. Like, I, I understand where John's coming from and I, you know, but a junkie does not deserve or warrant my respect. Like, if we're going back to yesterday, I have no respect for that mother. Smoking a pipe behind the toddler's pram. How can I respect somebody Who is making that life choice right there and then what, How can I Can you justify that to me How I can respect somebody who does
3: that I can only say this to you And it's only through my own um, You know upbringing That my brother was on drugs And he, you know, it nearly killed us all Literally Because you don't know what's going on You don't know how everybody is A family home And I mean this in the bottom of my heart It's fucking terrible But um, robbing office, um, robbing off people we know, robbing our cars,
1: robbing our houses. Okay, so, uh, so John, with all of that, and you have said this to me before uh, about this, this family issue, let me ask you, with all that he and other drug addicts do on family and friends and everything else, you have to understand why people just get so angry over them.
3: I do, but at the end of the day, Jim, you're putting it all aside. He's still my brother at the end of the day, and look at him now. He has a great job. He has a great, you know, he's going out with a girl. He has a great home. You know, so these people are just not fucking, you know, you can't just kick them across the you know, side of the curb. And as and, and she said there, she's fleeing from them. I, look, I, I don't know what she's going through. Like, I, I walk past uh, all, the, all the time, every day, and I don't run away from them. They're not going to touch me. They're not. I'm not afraid of them, you know. And um, if i they're going to ask you for a few euros, you know, like, Jesus, like the way people are going on with
1: like... Okay, but it's more than that, John, and you know it's more than that. The antisocial uh, behaviour of an awful lot of addicts, not to mention the fact that they uh, would rob the eyes out of your head, is the reason that people have such a low opinion of them.
3: Okay, well, what do we do, Ergen? I want to ask you and Jeremy now, what do we do this minute, this day, today? What do we do to sort this out?
2: What do you mean to sort it out? Well, to to sort what out?
3: Like, what, just, you know, like, I'm just going to ask you, what do you do? Like, well, what do we do about it? Well, this? the
2: Irish government spends millions upon millions every year on drug rehabilitation <laughs> programs yeah. to, uh, to put to put addicts on methadone. Um, no country has zero uh, drug addicts, so we're never going to get rid of drug. We're never... <laughs> not drug but, uh, the methadone. The methadone doesn't work. We all
3: know that. You know that's only a substitute to get your next bag. What we need is, is more.
2: This so Hang on a second, John. Jesus Christ, we're not here. We're not here to try and solve the problems of, of drug addiction. That's not what this topic about. This topic, this topic, this topic is about people not taking, um, not taking responsibility for their own actions. And every single well, no, this topic is actually about people's attitudes uh, towards
1: drug addicts. And it started from um, Claire's impression of our attitude
2: towards drug addicts yesterday. And uh, well, let John, me ask John, how any, any drug addicts have you got living in your front room? And I avoid no one. Why? No, no, okay. None. Yeah, interesting. What, what, can I ask you, why? Because you're, you're making out there that you are like the Mother Teresa of drug addicts. No, he's mother- not, he's not. Yeah, yeah. He's not. Yeah, what, what he's, he he's merely
1: saying that he has lived with, uh, he is very familiar with everything that drug addicts go through, uh, from robbing family and everything else, but he's still in the same breath saying, have a bit of compassion <laughs> for God's sake.
3: Yeah, tried to You still mean because of what happened the other day. Right? and am still look at it now. So, no, I don't know what your big problem is. Toda stopped the garage. I, 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 I should say that. Put in a needle. And and now you have forever fucked. And no, I can see
2: that in you. No, it wasn't it wasn't just because of the needle incident for God's sake. And when I'm seven age and tell you a story in a few minutes uh, as well about being no on, O'con- on O'Connell Street, yeah. Uh, yep, we will. <laughs> um 825
1: is our uh, WhatsApp number if you would like to get involved in this conversation like
4: Eric has done. I definitely wouldn't call it a disease now, in fairness. I was smoking weed for about seven years, and then I gave it up, and I got a digital marketing course. But the point was, when I tried to do other courses when I was smoking, it just, like smoking weed, it just wasn't happening. Like, I just couldn't focus, couldn't concentrate. So the best thing I could do, and anyone else that wanted to give up weed, I'd Highly recommend it
0: It's Ireland's most talked about podcast The only podcast with live callers And live debates It's Opinions Matter With Adrian and Jeremy
1: Now uh, Darren has been in touch In the majority of cases Disabilities are
2: not self-inflicted They're born with them Drug addiction is self-inflicted That one is an absolute moron She's as bad as them, and she's wishing
1: bad on your kids. She's as bad as them junkies. All right, Darren, thanks very much indeed. Now I'm going to uh, Jess. You're on Opinions Matter. Hi, Jess. Hi, how are you? I'm good, thanks, Jess. Uh, you're annoyed as well listening to this. Yeah. Why?
5: Um, I just think Claire has some neck asking you for an apology. Um, I mean, the, the definition of a junkie is a drug addict. That's the word that's used for them. So people I know, but offended, an, awful right? an
1: awful lot of drug addicts and their families do not like that word. they I believe don't
5: care. That's, that's what they are. It's in the dictionary. If they have an issue with that, then contact the dictionary. I mean, that's what they're, that's, that's what they're called.
1: I know, but it's not the most complimentary uh, word to describe a human being, a junkie.
5: Yeah. Well, I don't have any, um, I don't have any, I don't care about junkies. I don't have any time for any of them, none of them. And what, um, about, what, about John's argu- yeah,
1: what about John's argument that they are human beings, they need to be
2: course, uh, treated yeah, Jesus, with, with never, a degree of respect?
5: I would never walk past and say something or disrespect them in any way, but I have zero time for any of them. And for the fact that Claire said that they have a disability, like people with disabilities have no choice over their disability. They're born with these things. These people are choosing to put these the drugs into their body, so... It's not a disability. That's their choice. It's self inflicted.
1: Okay, John, let me bring you back in. This is uh, self inflicted. It is not a disability. And uh, an awful lot of people don't have sympathy because of the fact that it's self inflicted.
3: Well, they don't, Agent, but uh, the fact that it actually is a disability. If you look it's at the no. people that. It, no, Oh, it is, of course. Look at, there's no, no way, shape or form. Some, it is. You look at around you, look around you, walk down on Collins Street, have a look around you, and you see what's going on. And if you tell me that that's not a disability, what is? It is self-inflicted. I get that. I There's no issue here about that. You know, what you put in is what you get out of life, and I, yeah, I don't understand that. But the fact of the matter is, there is good people out there, and unfortunately, they went down a bad route. And and they, they can come back out of this very very you know uh, you know they can really really uh, make a life for themselves. You see, John, if, that's, if, if that's, the that's an, water an water
5: example water. there. So that's an example there. You saying that junkies have a disability? So pe- people that are, are ad- addicted to heroin they can come out of that if they wanted to. People with disabilities can't. They're, They're stuck
3: with that in the the their, their life. For so it's, it's not a, a disability. Health. It is a disability. It is. It's it's I don't no, care what you it's say. It's absolutely it's not. not. <laughs> John, i will tell you, John,
5: listen. Just because John, you have a I'll hatred, I'll tell you a story. Uh, well, I'll tell you, no, I, no, I don't do story. have a hatred, and I have a good reason to
3: tell, tell you a story. Uh-huh. Listen, look, I, I, I hear stories all day long. Jerry means after beginning giving me stories as well, but I just want to re- address you there about a junkie and a, a You wouldn't call a traveller a pokey, would you? Well, no, because that's not up the air.
5: Hold on. Travellers don't like being Someone called knackers because knackers are people that pull horses down. That's not the definition of a traveller. Junkie,
3: junkie means a drug addict. That's the definition of the world. It's a drug addict, not a junkie. Not a junkie.
5: You look up the dictionary, John. You go on to Google there and type what is the definition of a junkie that's is and you come back to me there. I've then. never said it
3: isn't. I've never said it isn't. But you won't be calling a traveller a, a pokey. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm Because trying. they're not. So there's this
5: no. This there's this no. Pokey's not even in the dictionary, addict. John. I call. a drug addict.
1: That's what I
5: call. What's the definition of a drug addict, John?
1: a junkie that's a word that's used for no them okay. Okay. Let, me, let me come back to the point that, that John is making here uh, Jess and that is that if you uh, give um, uh, drug addicts a bit of support a bit of compassion they can and very often do come out of their addiction and uh, John gave the example of his own brother who has a, gr- a, a good life now that he has uh, beaten his addiction had he not had that Great. compassion from family and friends he may never have beaten it
5: yeah and look come here if, if it was one of my family members it would be awful and a horrible thing to go through but it's still self-inflicted you cannot turn around to a junkie and say I'll get you off heroin hang on John hang on you cannot turn around to a, a, a drug addict and say I'll get you off heroin it's up to them that's their choice no, I, they're the only ones that can come out of that if, if that was one of
3: your family members that would, would you help them?
5: Of course they will, Jesus, but the only person that can help them is themselves.
3: So, no, no, hold on, but they do need support and they do need help and the family needs to play. They, they, we played their, their part. We had to put money together. We had to get, we, we had to play private for a, for a private addiction centre, which was a lot, a lot of fucking money because the government haven't got enough drug centres in the Ireland of as far as mine concerns, to help the problem that we have at this day and age, you know. Yeah, so but that's John, John, just,
5: just because you've, you've had to go to that doesn't mean other people should have to you know, be okay about it. I'll tell you a story, John. 15, 15 years ago, listen, 15 years ago, my mum and dad got a house and we moved in and my little brother was three years of age. When we moved in, the back garden was in a mess um, and we had to renovate the whole back garden. Anyway, a week into moving into the new property, my three-year-old toddler brother was out in the front, in the back garden and he started screaming and crying. My mum ran out to the back and he was holding a fucking needle in his hand he pierced himself in the hand. A three-year-old had to be tested for hepatitis, HIV, all other things. Thankfully, he was okay. But John, that man lived next door and he used to shoot up in his back garden and fuck his needles over the wall. He had no remorse for nobody. If you're an addict, do it in your own time and out of everyone else's way. They have no respect for fucking nobody. So why should I have respect for
3: them? Look, I couldn't agree with you more. And he shouldn't have done what he done, you know. There's no doubt yeah. about that. Nobody... I know you have great respect for for that If that's your But everybody You know We hear Jeremy's story We hear your now That's two needle stories Um, But look You know At the end of the day It's not everybody that's
5: doing that I'm not saying I walk down Talbot Street And I spit on junkies Or I go around calling them junkies I don't give them a hard time It is terrible what they're going through But I'm not going to walk down the road And say Oh Jesus God love him Look at him It's like a fucking Simpson Sitting on the ground He chose to be that way I'm sorry
1: that's, that's okay, the uh, the thing. Uh, I don't... John, let's just deal with that one point. And this is the point that a lot of people feel. When you see a drug addict in the city strung out to bits, a lot of people just say, he did that or she did that to themselves. Nobody else did it. They did it themselves. What do you say to that?
3: Well, nobody understands how they got there. Nobody other everyone understands or even thinks of themselves how they got there in the first place. As weeks Mentioned on, they could have. God knows what they could have went through in their lives. I know what my brother went through, and that's how he became drug addicted, and that's how he ended up on the street. It's you know, it's very, um, very sad when other uh, people just look. Okay, to-
1: uh, Jess, uh, let me let you reply to that. None of us know what these people have gone through in their lives that brought them to where they are now.
5: Come here. God love him and Jesus, I like, could only imagine what he went through and I like, could imagine what your family went through and it is awful. But John, there's people out there that have been through an awful lot of things in life and they don't go down that route. They don't choose that route. I understand that. I'm not
3: saying, I understand that totally. I get that. You know, there's people that do and there's people that don't. So that way, do you? Each people, each person to their own and they have a different mechanism and, and a coping mechanism. Um, a lot of people turn to the drinks, to the drugs. A lot, of, a lot of people turn to the road, unfortunately. But that's just the way life is these days. And that's what's happening. That's what, when I see a junkie on the side of the street, I see a brother, I see a sister, I see somebody that, that's a shame. Because I know in the back of my head, 99.9, they're probably never going to get the help that we could get from my brother. And that person's probably going to die on the streets. He's probably, you know, so that's the way I look at it. You know, other people look at it the other way, I look at it that way. And that's the way I'll
1: always look at it. Okay, stay there for one second if you can, please, John. Our number is 85 This is Eddie. So, by your woman's logic, if that's a disability, she's wishing a disability on your children.
3: Have you ever heard that It's some fucking ridiculous in my life? It's not a disability. It's self-afflicted. You had a choice. You know what I mean? People born with disability or develop a disability don't have a choice. You had a choice to take that fucking drug. You had a choice to be addicted to cigarettes, to to alcohol, whatever. People with disability don't get a choice.
1: She's talking over ours. All right, thanks Eddie and Neil. Drug addicts is a disability. Oh, Jesus Christ, I've heard it all now. Oh my God. Oh my God. Cheers, lads. Voted
0: Irish Current Affairs Podcast of the Year. It's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy.
1: Now, a huge reaction to what we've been talking about, and uh, Dara has been on to us.
6: I can't believe the lack of compassion um, from that woman having no sympathy. I mean, a huge amount, and I'd say, like, especially in the dublin area of addicts became addicts because they were exposed to drugs at a very young um, vulnerable and impressionable age um you hear horror stories all the time of kids that were literally like injected at the age of 12 14 and that's not and i said that's not just a minority that's a huge amount of these people that grew up in the roughest areas like Ballymun. um you know they're they're literally exposed to it as pretty much kids, and so like, are you gonna blame them for them falling into a cycle of addiction? Never mind the people that you know maybe dabbled in stuff later on in life. But again, I still think that's not trauma or haven't been exposed to it before. I don't think it's just like, oh yeah, let's. I mean, you or I or most the majority of people would never just pick up a needle like, oh yeah, for the crack I'm going to do heroin. Absolutely not. It's usually like you're almost groomed into it um, when you really look at people like that are affected by the likes of heroin in dublin they literally were exposed to it. you hear all these stories of 12 year olds with their parents giving them all sorts of concoctions of drugs so i don't believe that people choose addiction or choose to get into it it's a very much a circumstance of their upbringing i think and um and then unfortunately some people are just born with a brain that is more prone to addiction and that's proven by neuroscience I did forensics and I did neuroscience and law and the majority of offenders that were prone to addictions had a defect in the brain which made them far more likely to be addicted to substance or have substance abuse personality disorders for example the likes of BPD there's almost 90% rate of alcoholism with that disease associated with it so it's not we can get all sit on our high horse and say oh we wouldn't get addicted to those things and they're choosing this but they people really have no idea and I think it's just uh, completely uneducated to say otherwise
1: ok you're uneducated for uh, not having empathy or sympathy for somebody who's a, a drug addict who's fallen into addiction let me go to Henry you're on Opinions Matter hi Henry hi lads how you doing uh, good thanks Henry what did you want to say on this
7: I am just getting sick to that of people saying oh drug 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 addicts have a disability they don't they just have an addiction right people with an actual disability suffer from MS or whatever diseases they can't control getting. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm just I am just up the walls screaming about this because like as you said there like somebody through and ne- it disposes needles everywhere and they don't give a damn if a child or anybody gets bloody a- any disease off it or whatever. Like it's just ridiculous now at this stage because like and also the biggest joke is you get a disability for being a drug addict. I mean, come on! Dr- disability payments should be paid out for people who actually have a disability. Okay, but, uh, but uh, yes,
1: but uh, one of the reasons that uh, somebody will be granted disability benefit is because they are unfit for work. They are physically uh, or emotionally unable to work, and that would apply to an awful lot of drug addicts. That's why they would get disability allowance.
7: Yeah, but like, but Adrian, like, they, it's, they've self reflected on themselves. I mean, it's not something that they got diagnosed by a doctor or for MS or whatever, like that shuts down your bloody immune system and your physica- physicality. You
1: know, okay, just, and what about the <laughs> argument then that some people are more prone to uh, becoming addicts? They've an addictive personality, basically, and that in itself is... A disability, if you like.
7: No, I don't buy that either. Because, like, look, like, people, people, like, people like to say they do have that. But in reality, Adrian, like, they have to, like, they have to learn how to bloody control things as well with themselves. I mean, like, I I mean, like, when people say they talk about their past and stuff like that, I mean, like, my mother died when I was 10 years old, Adrian, right? That would knock anybody for bloody sex, but I never went down a life of crime or I never ever talked to drugs in my life.
1: No, that's a fair point. That's a fair point you know and, 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 and I accept that. But, um, so the argument that uh, drug addicts have an illness, drug addicts have a disability or a, a disease, you don't buy any of that. Um, you just look at that person as somebody who made the wrong choice, basically.
7: Yes. Like, we all make wrong choices in life, but you're, you're, you're the one who's going to just have to correct us. You know, like, I've made wrong choices in my life, but I had nobody to blame but me. I, I just corrected the bad choices I made and just moved on.
1: Okay, John, um, enough of the sympathy. These are people who made bad choices in life. Why should we feel sorry for somebody who has made bad choices? Well, as
3: a society, that's what, you know, we're, we help people, you know, and... We should be helping a lot of people. with the people and that's what money is there for. The taxpayers' money is there for. It's to be spent and it's to be properly spent on the likes of you. Know, we can't have a, 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 a drug addicted city. Um, and there's only one way to start them, Is to, to do what I said earlier on, on the show, is to get more of the drug addiction centres built. Um, because we're going to yeah, be talking sorry. about this.
7: Yep. Sorry, Adrian, can I make a point? You uh, can, of yeah, course. Right? Yeah, go on. Yeah, you know the way. There, no, they say they get disability payments, right? Here's one for you: give give them the payments in a card where they can't use it to buy drugs. Because you see, that's you where know. you need to stop. That's where you need to stop, it, Adrian.
3: That that won't be happening, and it'll never happen, and we all know right. that won't happen.
7: Uh, that that. But that should definitely happen, but John. That should definitely happen because I am sick to death of taxpayers'
3: money being wasted going into the hands of fucking heroin dealers. It's it's a, it's not a heroin dealer. It's a drug addict. Um, but the fact of the matter is, what I'm saying to you no, is no, that
7: but, no, but no, but John, it, pa- it gets passed on to a drug dealer.
3: It goes oh, look at the end the of the drug addict's it's hand it's into the drug dealer's hand. drug dealer's hand. Sure, if that's the case, you're gonna take the, the money off an alcoholic then, so we can't buy beer. And what are you gonna feed them food stamps? Is that the way you're gonna work this? This never gonna but work either. You know, either. Do you, do you, you, know?
7: know do you know something that would actually
3: work. Because I think yeah, one one give one. him a kick off and yeah. give him a fuck and yeah. give him a and kick up the ass. No, it's, uh, I'll educate you now because it's discrimination and it's never going to happen in the early the world. Okay, oh, it's just so, discrimination. no discrimination, John. Discrimination against what? It's not a discrimination, okay? I don't, I don't make up the rules, but if you're discriminating <laughs> straight away, but John, <laughs> I, but John,
7: but John, it's not a discrimination. But John, do it, you, you do John, you have to bloody stop it and nip it at the bud. Sure. That way. That's no, one won't. Okay, no, th- Okay,
3: talking. then. Okay then, genius. How would you solve us? Oh, you gonna well, the only reason and the only thing, the only thing I can think of to result of it is more drug rehabilitation centers. You know, and okay, Henry,
1: Henry, the reason we ended up having this conversation today is the uh, message from one of our listeners giving out yards that uh, drug addicts have a disability. Uh, you wouldn't sneer and jeer at uh, other people with disabilities, and we shouldn't be talking about drug addicts in a sneering, jeering sort of way. What do you say to that?
7: plain and simple, it's a load of BS because there are people out there who suffer from MS who suffer from motor neurons disease who suffer from cancer right, there, there are things that people can't control getting depends where the what, what causes cancer or whatever right but people are suffering from diseases, they can't get appointments or operations that could save their life and yes, you want to give people who in, in, self inflict something that they know that's going to harm them more, more, more facilities and stuff. I'd rather give the money to people who, who actually have disabilities, who have, actually do suffer from diseases that you can't control, getting than give it to people who self inflict. These bloody
1: problems on themselves. Okay, we as a society uh, look after people who, for example, um, were cigarette smokers for years and years and years, end up developing uh, lung diseases or cancer. We treat all of those uh, people in our hospitals. Uh, we don't bat an eyelid at treating them in hospitals, despite the fact that what put them in hospital in the first place was uh, self-inflicted. The argument where it comes to drug addicts is there is not enough help for them and that's why they continue that cycle of uh, drug addiction. Now, let me go to... um,
2: Sorry, Jeremy. Just before you go to Alan, who's, who's the next caller. Yeah, you know what... What's bizarre about this whole conversation. So this conversation came about because of the previous podcast. By the way, if you haven't listened to it yet, you can listen to it on Apple or Spotify. Just go to the previous episode to this. And it was all about a man who witnessed a mother outside a shop in Tala um, smoking crack cocaine while her baby was in the pram. And what baffles me is that people... More obsessed about the word "junkie" being used to describe the woman smoking crack cocaine when she's looking after a baby, than the actual act that she was committing. So this, this, this woman smoking crack cocaine when she's supposed to be looking after her baby yeah that's okay we let that go call her a junkie oh fuck jesus don't you dare cancel 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 what is wrong with the world when when people are more offended and by the way the same people who are uh, offended by the word junkie being used are the same people that are banging on about you can't say anything nowadays free speech free speech they only want to hear what they want to hear You either can't say anything or you can't say anything. It's it's only a word, by the way, isn't it? It's a word that causes offence, though. There are many words that cause offence. There are many words that cause offence. You know quite well there are. I'm not going to start reciting the words. Certain words cause offence. But I'm saying look at the bigger picture here. The bigger picture is not the word junkie. The bigger picture here is that a drug addiction is a selfish, selfish thing, yeah? And that mother in Tally yesterday, who was supposed to be looking after a baby, but instead she was smoking a crack pipe. That is disgusting. That's where your anger should be, ladies and gentlemen. Not over a bloody six-letter word. Alan, you're on Opinions
8: Matter. How are you, Alan? Hey, lads. all
1: good going, yourself? Uh, good, thanks. Alan, what did you want to say on this?
8: Ah, look, just there um, a few minutes ago was saying that uh, these people are all ground into drugs and stuff like that. I do drugs. I wasn't ground into drugs. I know people that do drugs. They weren't ground into drugs. Like, Absolutely. There is people out there that have a better chance of not doing drugs. That's, you know, come I'm saying, we, we, we know that. But to say like that, it's a disease and a disability. That's actually, I wouldn't be offended by much. But I mean, I, I'm offended on the have people that actually do have a disability because I smoke weed. And I know myself, if I get into the car and I'm in an accident, I'll probably go to jail over it that's my choice okay that's so you're decision. arguing
1: that uh, you use drugs but nobody forced you to do it uh, you do it of your own free will and choice in other words yeah. it was your decision
8: absolutely they know what to do and I'll be the first person to put my hand up on see if any of my friends going into a big drug problem or anything like that and they came to me I'd help them out absolutely I'd give them that chance after that then I don't know would I give them a the chance but if someone came to me and said listen I'm struggling I'm doing heroin I'm doing coke I want to get it off. I would help that person absolutely, but they have to be the person to put the hand up. There's no good that us saying, "Oh, we can say this to them, we can do this to them." But I mean, if they don't want help, you're just pissing into the wind. It's not; nothing's going to change.
1: Okay, so when it comes to our attitude towards uh, drug addicts um, and uh, the way a lot of people literally sneer and jeer uh, drug addicts, can you uh, you kind of understand why people feel that way towards them?
8: Do you? Absolutely. Um, I mean, we all know that if you look at the end of the day, we all know if you do crack cocaine or heroin, what's going to happen. There's no easy and what's about it. Like, people say, oh, yeah, i do the odd time, I'll be fine, or whatever. But everybody knows. So, you've made a choice to pick up that needle, whether it's for the first time, and then you're surprised that you're addicted to it.
1: And John, just to, uh, to bring you back in, just to wrap this up, that really brings this uh, conversation full circle. And that is that people know when they do heroin or crack cocaine for the first time, this is not a good thing. Uh, this is not going to end well. And yet they still do it. That's the argument. And that's why people think that they're selfish and uh, that we've no sympathy for them.
3: Well, it's evidence Asian. You know, after listening to listen today's show and listen to everybody there, nobody gives a fuck about. But you know, you know, as they call them junkies and you know what? Look, it's sad. It's very
8: sad because
3: that's the mindset of people. John, and John, and, and
8: can, I, can you ask John something there, lads? Sorry, John. Do they give a fuck about themselves? Do they give a fuck about, about other people? Because if they gave a fuck about if they gave a fuck about other people and themselves, they wouldn't be injecting them. They'd be doing what they can to get off. Your your brother is brilliant. He came to you, and that's a brilliant story. But there's so many people out there that don't give a fuck about anyone else apart from the next hit, the next whatever.
3: Well, that's that's the, that's the ugliness of this addiction. That's the that's the truth of this addiction, and that's what the problem is with this addiction. And what I was saying earlier on was, is the only way to combat this is to build more drug rehabilitation centers to get these people off these drugs. Because they are would, would, we, would
8: we would we not be better off than to just stop the drugs coming in altogether? Or, or happen? You know that yourself, and it's never going to work. It, it, you know, it's, it's, absolutely, and that's why maybe we look at like legalizing stuff. And then it can be done yeah, properly and straight like, like like alcohol. Okay, but his, his
1: argument is, uh, Alan, that while um, there isn't sufficient treatment for drug addicts, we need to treat them more like human beings and have more empathy. So we, just,
8: we, we just let them get away
3: with whatever they want. No, 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 no. We never said that, and it's unfortunate that they're doing that. You know, they're doing that for their addiction problems. They, they're looking for, as you said, the next week. You know, that's gonna happen until the drug addiction centers are built, as uh, to sort these people out once and for all and give them what they need. It's really like mental health, and I'm not compared to mental health and drug addiction binomials. But same with mental health. There's not enough mental health uh, um, um, services out there for people with mental health. And what are they doing? They're no longer with us. There's no. a few friends of mine there, And it's the same thing. There's not enough services Absolutely. here in the United
8: I agree with you, but where do we pick and what loses out? And, 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 and pick, his, point, his point, his point is,
1: John, so you know, do we let whilst we don't have uh, enough services for drug addicts, do we just let them away with everything that they get up to? Do we let no, them?
3: We of course, we can't, and there's no way in that shape or form. that suppose, but you know, as you said there, just going back to what you said earlier, non-agent. Um, you know when you look at when people you know and I'm, I'm hoping people take a different dim and, and they take a different view when they're walking down the streets. that junkie is not just a junkie that's someone's brother sister mother and child or whatever it may be and I hear what hey, Jeremy said earlier on don't start giving me that bullshit John but the fact of the matter it is mm. and it is and it, God knows what happened to them that they got them into that state in the first place but it is a human being at the end of the day It's and, and that human being in itself
1: Good to talk to you as always uh, John thanks very much indeed I want to squeeze a few more messages we played a message a while ago from uh, Dara and Angela is angry over that message oh my god
4: Dara she is just so far removed from reality if that's the way it is then how come John's brother was an addict and John wasn't like I can't stand them I hate them they're scumbags because my ex was a coke addict and left me with all his debts. He stole from me. He robbed from me. He robbed from work. He robbed from my parents. He robbed from my job. He robbed left, right and centre. And laughed as he walked away, leaving me with debts up to my eyeballs. So no, fuck off. I don't care. And actually, just to let you know, he grew up in a savage house, in a savage home, with a gorgeous family. So not all junkies come from there what's his excuse no he liked being high so he didn't give a shit about who he hurt so Darren no I'm sorry I don't I don't believe all this crap oh they came from a broken home oh they came from a run down town or a state or anything no I'm sorry junkie drug addict scumbags
1: ok thank you Angela say it as it is Sean Sean's an absolute muppet. It's nowhere near the same as a bloody disability. And he seems to be very bloody butthurt over this. He must be on shit himself, I don't know. Fucking fool. Allegedly,
4: Sean, allegedly. Curtis. The only junkies that you should respect are ex-junkies. Drugs don't love you. Drug dealers don't love you. But they sure will take you away from people that do love you.
2: Mm, that was a great message, actually, uh, Curtis. Can I just say as well, on a completely, oh, here's the music, means I have to do it quick. This is like when you're making the Oscar speech and the music. Yes, 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 yes. I want to thank my agent. I want to thank Disney Pictures. Um, Angela, who was just on there a few minutes ago, who's been listening to us for years, and a lovely, lovely, nicer woman you could not meet. We disagree in a lot of things, but she's a lovely woman, isn't she? Mm-hmm. Angela, um, a year ago, decided to go on weight loss. Um, and she sent me a picture earlier on today of her weight loss and she is now this is an exaggeration when i say this this is she is half the person that she used to be and i just asked her now uh, are you actually happier now that you've lost the weight?" because this is something we should talk about on an upcoming podcast um now it's something to do what we're talking about now but a, a discussion about um are people happier when they lose weight because i think they are i think everybody Wants to be slim, don't they? Well, let's have that conversation on a future podcast. When? How future? Maybe tomorrow. So if you listen to this podcast now and it's tomorrow, but you won't know what day today was, it should be there. Have we had the conversation already? confusing things. I'm just saying, okay, the podcast is there. We did it. It was great. Listen
1: to it. (laughs) Search for it. Go on. Thank you for listening to this latest Opinions Matter podcast with Adrian and Jeremy. If you enjoyed it, please hit subscribe or follow. Click on the little bell icon on Spotify and you'll get a notification when we upload that episode. We'll talk to you on the next one. Bye-bye.